wonderful uh, hospitality and, and everything you, you, you do. And we thank God for our family that's come also. Uh, now you, Pastor Mike mentioned everyone. And uh, we're uh, traveling together for like about 10, 10, 11 days. Pray for us. Praise God. And, uh, and, uh, and we're, we're doing good. Praise God. And uh, appreciate uh, all them also. Albita and everyone. Um, well, um, well, one other thing I want to say about the mission, uh, one, one thing that wasn't mentioned in the video, that this year we're opening up schools, also ministries in Mexico, uh, right outside of Mexico City, and uh, in Miami, Florida also. Uh, and uh, so praise God for that, expanding the schools. And we're, we're in Brazil right now, in Argentina, in Costa Rica, in Nicaragua, in Cuba, in Cuba uh, and that's about it, Venezuela. Uh, and, uh, and praise God, the Lord is expanding the vision. Uh, 30 years uh, this year in Colombia, and we praise God for all that the Lord has done. Uh, I, and the Lord's been faithful, praise God. Uh, I want to start here this morning. I want to just encourage you. Uh, recently in our church, well, a year or two ago, more or less, uh, I was led of the Lord to preach on the parables uh, of Jesus. There's roughly like 37 or so parables in the, in the Bible. Depends how you classify it. We're around 36, 37. Uh, and uh, we went, uh, took one week at least, uh, preaching on every one. Some took two weeks, whatever, uh, two sermons or whatever. And, and uh, there was a wonderful blessing for us in uh, preaching these parables. And I, I, I was uh, meditating on the Lord and what I should bring forth this, uh, this uh, morning. And I felt led that, uh, to preach about the parable of the pearl of great price. And uh, there's so much in this parable. It's just like two sentences, uh, but uh, the Lord can say a lot in two sentences. It's incredible. Uh, all the revelation, all the, 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 the purpose that comes forth uh, through his word for us. And before we start that, I want to read this here real quick. This, uh, someone sent this to me not too long ago. Uh, that uh, These are some of those uh, some classified ads that had some spelling and syntax errors in them. And I uh, just want to read a couple here. I thought they were pretty funny, some of them. Uh, and uh, one said, one it, one it, a man to take care of cow who does not drink or smoke. And, uh, and an airline wrote this, try us once and you'll never go any place again. And uh, another one said, dog for sale. He will eat anything and he loves children. Uh, <laughs> You guys like that one. Um, and this is another one. I, I like this one. Uh, buy several and save. Limit one per customer. And, uh, uh, wanted a man to work with dynamite in a mine. He must be willing to fly. And, uh, and, and use cars. Uh, why go to another dealer to be cheated out of your money? Come first to us. And, and we'll take care of you. Uh, and... In Matthew 13, uh, there's seven parables the Lord spoke, uh, parables of the kingdom of heaven. And uh, uh, they're, they're all interlaced together they're, uh, to give one message. But I want to pull one of those seven out this morning, a uh, pearl of great prize. 
But it's, it's interesting, uh, these seven uh, parables in uh, Matthew 13, it's also prophetic uh, of the church age. Uh, you could take each one for a section of the church age, more or less. They're parallel with the seven churches in, uh, in Revelation at the same time. Uh, you could, uh, I even have a, a little graphic, uh, I think, yeah, there it is. Uh, and uh, how they go, uh, they, they connect to each other. And I don't have time to get into that. I just want to stimulate your pure minds. I'm about to get started here uh, to study on that, to take a look at that. That's really interesting, praise God, how that works. But let's go to Matthew 13. Uh, 44. But the pearl of great price is uh, speaking specifically of the end of the church age. Uh, it's speaking of our days, the Philadelphia church, the, the missions church, the revival church, the, uh, the church uh, with open doors set before it, praise God, uh, that knows the power of the name of Jesus and the word of God. And uh, uh, this church, praise God, is a Philadelphia church. Uh, and let's read here in Matthew 13. I'm going to read the, per, the two parables here because you need to know the one to understand the second one, really. Uh, let's read 13, 44 to 46. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like unto a treasure hid in a field, that which when a man hath found, he hideth, and for joy therefore goeth, and selleth all that he hath, and buyeth that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like unto a merchant man, uh, seeking goodly pearls, who, when he had found one pearl of great price, went and sold all that he had, and he bought it. Uh, now, there's a start here. Um, uh, we know that uh, the, the, in the, through the parables, the merchant man uh, is always Jesus. Uh, the, man, the, the, the man that's in the different parables talking about himself, uh, prophetically speaking, Jesus and his mission and what he would do for us and what he did for us in Christ, uh, in the cross. And so Jesus, uh, he came that merchant man looking for goodly pearls. He was searching for us. Sometimes I just mention this because sometimes people say the pearl of great prize is Jesus, uh, and um, that, that, that's fine. You could preach that 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 work. Uh, uh, but still, that well, in context here, uh, we didn't search for God. He searched for us. Uh, but Jesus came seeking and searching uh, for those that were lost. Uh, we were the lost one. He sought us. So the, I think obviously here the pearl here is Jesus. Uh, uh, that uh, is, is the church. I'm sorry, his church uh, that uh, he bought with his blood. He bought us. So the pearl of great price is us, is the church. This talks about our, our price, our value, our position, and at the same time, our purpose. Uh, the pearl of great price. What we're here for. All that, and we're this pearl that I want to talk about uh, this morning. And Jesus gave his all on the cross to buy us, uh, to buy the pearl. He uh, shed his precious blood. Uh, it was the only thing that could buy the church, praise God. Uh, it shows uh, several different things. It shows uh, that uh, the, the great value that the church has the great value the church has for us individually and collectively at the same time, uh, that each one of us are in this church, ha have been bought by, by Jesus, and, and uh, you're precious, you're a pearl of great price. And that talks about our position uh, in the oyster, uh, our position in, in Christ. Uh, we're, we're within this oyster, or the clam, whatever you say, uh, say it in English, uh, uh, and uh, that, that's who we are in him. Our life is hidden with Christ in God. 
and we're within the pearl, we're within the, that pearl within the oyster uh, today, praise the Lord. Uh, the kingdom uh, is hidden in the hearts of, our, of Jesus' followers, uh, where the kingdom of God is within righteousness, joy, and peace in the Holy Ghost, uh, which is w- within us, and that is the church, praise God. And I, I think that one, one thing interesting about the pearl, uh, it, it's the only precious stone uh, that comes from the sea. Uh, all, all other precious stones uh, uh, that I'm aware of uh, uh, come from the minerals, from the earth, uh, uh, from mines, and uh, uh, digging them out or whatever, uh, but the pearl is the only one that comes from the sea. And the, throughout the Bible, the sea is the nations, is the Gentiles, is the, is the world, uh, is the precious souls of men uh, that are here in this world. And we were, bought, we were uh, fished out from, from that sea. And even the oyster in the Old Testament uh, is unclean. Oyster uh, under the Levitical uh, dietary laws or whatever, they were unclean to eat and whatever. It's different under the New Testament, I realize. Uh, and... Uh, but showing that it wasn't, uh, it wasn't talking about uh, the Jewish nation. It wasn't talking about the, uh, uh, Israel or whatever. He's talking about the Gentiles. Uh, we came from the sea. Uh, she, we, uh, not, not from the, the land, the, the, from the, uh, Israel's, the promised land or whatever. And that's, uh, that's who we are. It's a product of the life of the clam, uh, the, the, the pearl. And uh, how does a pearl form? Uh, and that uh, the oyster is on the bottom of the sea. It's in, uh, you realize in the bottom of the sea, it's a, it's a nasty place. Uh, it's uh, uh, the, all the dead skeletons of fish go down there. The, and that's their burial ground, basically, and all, all their deposits that they make or whatever all goes down to the bottom of the sea and the, and the garbage and whatever. And that's where the clams are, the, the oysters are. Uh, and some other type of fish too, but uh, but and uh, and they're they're not hermetically sealed perfectly. The clam, the oyster, there's always a little opening, or uh, the Lord, the way the Lord made them, and there's a and uh, it allows for uh, someone to get inside there, and and like a little piece of skeleton or or garbage or whatever is down there uh, uh, will get in there, and it's an invasion into the oyster. And immediately what the oyster will do, it excretes a, a liquid, it's, which is called uh, the mother pearl, uh, and it will cover that and transforms that, that garbage into a pearl, uh, basically. And I think that speaks real well of the new birth, praise God, of the miracle in Christ, that uh, uh, before Christ uh, we were garbage, <laughs> we were uh, without value, basically, the, uh, without, uh, without Christ, uh, uh, dead in our sins and tres- trespasses and sin, dead, in, uh, dead without Christ, without hope. Uh, uh, and uh, uh, w- one thing I think I'll say here, too, uh, that one of the biggest lies uh, in this world uh, is that people, uh, men and women without Christ, are basically good people. Uh, that, that, that is not biblical, <laughs> that idea. That is not true. Someone without Christ, uh, as you and I were, uh, as same, we're in the same boat we were, uh, are, are, are dead. We have that nature of sin with inside. 
and a tendency to rebel and tendency to, for selfishness and greed and, uh, and flesh and, uh, and sin and, uh, and whatever uh, uh, comes forth. And uh, that, that's why Jesus came. Uh, because we are lost without God. Sometimes I hear people saying uh, about people that aren't Christians or, uh, that, that, oh, they're basically good people. They have good hearts and whatever. I uh, know that, that, that's not really not true. <laughs> they don't have good hearts. We didn't have good hearts. Uh, just remember how you were and I was uh, uh, before Christ. Uh, remember that, that nature of sin that was there. That uh, We were the, that, uh, on the bottom of the sea. Uh, recently, I, I preached this in another church. Over uh, where I was in Tennessee, and uh, one guy comes up to me afterwards, and we're talking about uh, these uh, uh, the different fish uh, uh, that we were fish. Uh, we were uh, in the bottom of the sea, and he, he told me he goes he goes, uh, he goes before Christ. He says I was a, a bottom feeder, a fish. He goes I was really in the really bad stuff, uh, and some of us were come up kind of bottom feeders, uh, really in uh, all kind of garbage and whatever and sin and in uh, darkness and in uh, uh, all that that's down there and the, the curse and whatever and uh, and some were maybe up a little higher in the sea uh, uh, that were a little more light uh, than others uh, but we all were dead and without Christ dead in our trespasses and sins spiritually disconnected. Uh, from the Lord. Uh, That's why uh, this church exists, uh, for we go fishing. Go fishing for pearls, praise God. Uh, Go fishing for these wonderful, uh, precious souls of men uh, in this earth, in this this county area, praise God. Uh, uh, So once that invasion goes into the pearl, that little speck of garbage or dirt or skeleton or whatever, uh, and starts to form the pearl. And the pearls are really, it's like a live stone. It starts to grow. Layer upon layer upon layer upon layer upon layer. It starts to grow and form. And the pearl is a living stone. Like the Bible says in Peter, uh, that uh, we're living stones. Uh, uh, we were hewed out uh, of the rock of Jesus, and we're living stones now. Uh, it's only stone that you could call living, really. Uh, all the other uh, mineral, uh, precious stones, diamonds, emeralds, uh, rubies, etc., etc., uh, they're, uh, they're just minerals. They're just dead. Uh, but we're a living stone, praise God, alive. And, and uh, you're a precious uh, uh, pearl of the Lord. Uh, that's talk a little bit about our position. Uh, uh, you need uh, before uh, I mentioned who we were, but after Christ, uh, we're not garbage anymore. Praise God! Uh, you're a precious pearl of great price, and, uh, and once you understand who you are in the oyster, it gives you a, a feeling of a responsibility and a position and authority uh, that's very necessary uh, to be a success and that, uh, to be a blessing and to be blessed in this life. Uh, but know who you are. You are a pearl of great prize. Uh, and it costs Jesus his own blood to buy you, uh, to get you into the kingdom, praise God, uh, to get you into the oyster uh, in, in Christ. Uh, in that oyster, you are protected, praise God. Uh, you are blessed and you're being formed. And it's interesting that the pearl, at the same time, it takes like, uh, generally speaking, about three years uh, to form, more or less, within the pearl. 
It'll be layer upon layer, three years. And I don't want to be dogmatic about this point, but it's interesting. It usually takes around three years for someone to be discipled in Christ, more or less. Uh, maybe two, two years, a little faster, some people, four years, five years, whatever. But it's a process to, to, until you become a, a mature believer or formed, uh, uh, Christ formed within us, that, that, that new nature uh, taking a, a control of our lives. And it takes a few years. And here in this church, you have excellent discipleship, excellent teaching, praise God, uh, and that, that pearl is being formed. Uh, and uh, it's getting stronger, it's growing, uh, uh, it, 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 there's a, a growth in Christ, praise God. But it'll take a little while uh, to, to be done, praise God, to be formed. But this merchant man, he visited cities and nations looking for goodly pearls. And the Lord is still, that's his heart. Uh, Jesus said, my house shall be called a house of prayer for all nations. Uh, for all nations, he wants uh, us to take the gospel out. And we praise God for this church and, the, and for your missionary vision you have at the same time. Praise God uh, uh, to we go and find pearls in Colombia, uh, in Venezuela, helping us in that sense too. Praise God. In, Cu in Cuba, uh, in different, uh, different places. Uh, thank, we, we thank you for that. Uh, but uh, the Lord is in that fishing business. Uh, he wants more pearls. Uh, more pearls. Uh, uh, that, that there's, uh, there's so much potential uh, pearls out there, praise God. Uh, don't look at a, a sinner as just that, that garbage and that dirt, but look at, at the, look at them as a potential pearl, praise God. And the Lord could change them in one uh, in, uh, the, uh, the opening, closing of an eye, uh, praise God. But how does he do it? Uh, there in Luke 15, it, there's three parables or, or three stories about the lost sheep, the lost coin, and the lost son. And, and that basically shows us how he goes searching for those pearls. Uh, first of all, the, lo the lost sheep is Jesus goes after him. Uh, the word of God is preached. The word goes out to the world. The word goes out to the lost man. Uh, and he hears the word. And that, word, that, that seed is sown. Then the lost coin is the Holy Ghost. Uh, the, the lamp, the, the light of God is shined onto that. The Holy Ghost convincing power, convicting power uh, to convince them that they, they need a Savior, they need Jesus, uh, they need to be saved. Uh, and the Holy Ghost, the light of God, uh, comes on the heart once that seed is sown. The, the lost shepherd goes out first. Then the lost, the, the lost coin is the, the woman searching, the, uh, which is the church, which the Holy Ghost, the power of God uh, is manifested. And then the lost son, the third parable there, is where the, the father waits, waits for them to come back home. Once the, the seed is sown and the Holy Ghost is working, uh, it's just a matter of time, basically, that they'll come back home. And you stay in faith, praise God. Uh, you're praying for him, uh, and many will come back home, praise God. Uh, come back, back to the house of the Father. Uh, and that's how it, he goes out searching for those lost pearls, uh, searching for these lost souls of men. Uh, but there's something special uh, about a pearl. It's a, uh, it gives a elegance, culture. It's a sign of refinement. A pearl is something special. And, uh, and uh, uh, I, I've learned more about pearls just recently. Some uh, different ladies tell me about the pearls, to tell you the truth. Uh, and they're real delicate. 
And uh, even some uh, ladies uh, tell me uh, that you can't put perfume on. Uh, if you have a pearl, because the perfume will scratch or will, will damage the pearl, it's, it's, it's surface, shining, whatever. And, uh, uh, and uh, there, so they, you have to be real careful with the pearl. And let me, I want to say one that brings to mind something. And the, the pearl is the only precious stone that's not cut. You don't cut it or grind it or sand it. or uh, It just it comes ready-made. Uh, all the other ones like emeralds and diamonds, you have to cut them in different shapes and whatever. And, and you're all, it's a man-made thing, basically. Uh, but a pearl isn't like that. And a pearl is real delicate. And a pearl is real precious. And uh, you should never put a knife uh, to a pearl. And uh, thinking about that a little bit, uh, it shouldn't be cut. And we, in one sense, this is the pearl of Jesus to the church, the collective pearl, not just the individual pearl. And I encourage you uh, uh, as members of this church, uh, uh, n- never use your tongue to cut the church. Uh, never use your tongue to cut the pearl or scratch the pearl. Uh, be careful with that. It's real precious. It's real delicate. How many know that the pearl will lose its value uh, in the community or it, uh, friends or relatives or whatever if people cut it with their tongues? They start to cut it and scratch it and talk bad about the church and I don't like this and uh, this is, I'm not in agreement with this and uh, this shouldn't be done this way, should be done this way, I prefer this. And talking all that and uh, maybe you have your opinion and whatever and, and, uh, uh, but people that hear that, uh, it scratches the pearl and they get, it's kind of it's not as precious anymore. It's not as uh, valuable to them anymore. So be real careful all of us uh, with uh, knives of our tongues, that we're not scratching the pearl or talking bad. Uh, uh, the Bible says that uh, words of edification should uh, flow forth from our, ma- our mouth, uh, not words of destruction, and, uh, not words of criticism, but words of edification should flow. Uh, so just be careful there, all of us. Uh, but remember who you are in the pearl, in the oyster, in Christ. Uh, there's one, one example I have here I did want to talk about real quick. Uh, in Genesis 47, uh, verse 9, Jacob, he's coming before Pharaoh. And uh, I, this shows the two different ways that we could look at ourselves. Uh, we can look at ourselves as the, the, the garbage and the, the skeleton or, or whatever before Christ. Or we can look at ourselves as the pearl after Christ. And uh, sometimes we go back and forth. To tell you the truth, uh, uh, sometimes we're looking at ourselves what, and, uh, as a natural man, as a, the man before Christ, and we forget who we are in Christ. Uh, but I want to read this here real quick. Pharaoh, uh, uh, jo- uh, Jacob has a real wonderful opportunity here uh, to uh, testify before Pharaoh. He's called before him. Uh, he fought, uh, Joseph brought him back uh, uh, to Egypt. After uh, 17 years, he thought Joseph was dead. 17 years, he was thought it was, it was done, and there was no, uh, no his son had, had died or was killed by wild animals. Uh, you know the story. Uh, and uh, and what, what a blessing. Uh, he was, was going to die of starvation where he was, and he was brought into Egypt, land of uh, Goshen. Uh, he was going to be uh, blessed with, uh, with abundance, with provision, with blessing. And his son's alive, praise God. He thought he was dead. Uh, and uh, uh, just he, he should be really blessed right in this moment. 
This should be one of the high points of his life, basically. Uh, that he should be excited to testify to Pharaoh about the goodness of God, the faithfulness of God. And, uh, and he has a wonderful opportunity here, but what he says is really kind of disappointing. Uh, he's not looking at himself as the pearl of great prize in this moment. Uh, and l- let's read here verse 9. And Jacob said unto Pharaoh, The days of the years of my pilgrimage are a hundred and thirty years. Few and evil have been the days of the years of my life have been. And have not attained unto the days of the years of the life of my fathers in the days of their pilgrimage. And what a lousy testimony. He, he had such an opportunity to, to say some good stuff, uh, uh, to say uh, who he is and what the Lord has done and, and uh, his wonderful faithfulness and love and protection and his providence that went forth uh, for his life to, to bring him back, uh, uh, bring his son back, praise God, and, and a bad testimony. Because he's looking at himself as Jacob here. And notice in verse 9, it says, Jacob said unto Pharaoh, you know, Jacob is his name uh, uh, before uh, his conversion, you could say it that way, before he became Israel. Uh, prince with God, Israel. And Jacob is, uh, is the guy deceiver, uh, the, the guy before Christ, the guy, uh, the, all kind of uh, trickery and, uh, and uh, lies and deceit and uh, just a bad guy. But that's Jacob talking. And that's the uh, before Christ talking. And we need to talk out of who we are in Christ and not talk out uh, who we were before Christ and be careful with that. And uh, uh, we lose wonderful opportunities to testify when we forget who we are. And the pearl also is colorless in one sense. Uh, it's, uh, it's pure, it's holy, it's clean, uh, it's only a precious stone that, that it's, it's colorless, basically. And you can see through it. It's beautiful. Uh, and uh, and that, that's who we are in Christ. Uh, that, that's what he's done for us, praise God. It's unique and complete within itself. Uh, that's who we are. That's what he's done for us. And, and the pearl also uh, comes uh, from the death of the clam. Uh, and if you ever gone oyster fishing, uh, that, uh, you, you drag the net or along the, 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 the seafloor or whatever, and you bring up the clams and you, you throw them on the, the, the deck there or, or you keep them in the, the net. And you have to keep them there at least for three, four, five hours sometimes uh, until they die. Because uh, uh, they, obviously they can't breathe out of the, uh, out of the water and they asphyxiate and they can't breathe and after a few hours, they'll die. And they have to let the clam, the oyster, die before they open them. Because if they open it before, it excretes like an ink, a black ink type of liquid that will stain the pearl and it'll be worthless. And I think that speaks of Jesus on the cross. He was our oyster. Uh, to bring us forth, uh, uh, but he had to die before we could be brought out. And he was asphyxiated on the cross, basically. Uh, physically speaking, the uh, reason he died was uh, he's, uh, he couldn't breathe. Uh, the way the, uh, the Romans did the crucifixion or whatever, and he uh, took that four, five, six hours, six hours on the cross, uh, and he died for us, uh, that you can be brought forth as the pearl of great price. And that's who you are, praise God. 
And that's uh, what he's done for you in the oyster, uh, what he's given his life for you. And this, this pearl is unique and complete, and that's who you are. Now, 1 Corinthians 12, 12, uh, I want to read this real quick. Uh, for as the body is one and hath many members, and all the members of that one body, being many, are one body, so also is Christ. For by one spirit we are all baptized into one body, whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether we be bond or free, and have been all made to drink into one spirit. And that's the unity that we are as a church, as a, 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 a together, we're one. Uh, speak well of the Lord's pearl. Uh, the Lord's work, workmanship, uh, individually, collectively, uh, collectively that, that's who we are. But the pearl uh, is one. The pearl is uh, is a precious entity uh, within itself, and we need to speak well of it. Praise God! Uh, Jesus gave it all for the pearl. He was made a man. He left his attributes of God. He took the form of a servant. He was tortured in the cross. He died the death with, uh, of thieves. And he rose again on the third day victoriously to bring forth the pearl, praise God. You are expensive, complete in him. God doesn't make trash. You're his workmanship. He transforms trash into wonderful pearls. You are a beautiful pearl, praise God, made in his image. Uh, you're the apple of his eye. Now that's who we are in the oyster. Uh, but that was, uh, that, that's the first half of where I want to go this, this morning. Uh, it talks about our position, our privilege in the oyster, in Christ, what he's done for us. But at the same time, um, the pearl has a purpose. And uh, uh, sometimes we, we kind of get real big on the position, who we are in the oyster, uh, but we forget the, uh, the, the, the purpose of the pearl. And the pearl has a wonderful, great purpose for us. And I want to talk about that a little bit here too. Uh, to decorate the king. Uh, a pearl is given to decorate the, uh, the wearer. Uh, to, uh, not just to call attention unto itself, but to call attention unto who's wearing it. And we're pearls of the Lord to show forth his praises on the earth. And that's what we're about. What does Isaiah 61.1 talks about the purpose of the pearl? Uh, the, the pearl doesn't just uh, doesn't reflect uh, uh, light so, only, uh, but it also absorbs light. Uh, we have the light of God in us, the Holy Ghost in us, the Holy Ghost upon us. Uh, the Holy Ghost in us uh, is who we are in, in, in Him. In Christ, the righteousness of God in Christ. Uh, and you have great teaching here. You know these things. Uh, uh, but within us. But also, it, it's given to reflect light. As the Bible says in Isaiah 61, verse 1, Arise, shine, for your light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and deep darkness the people, but the Lord will arise over you, and his glory will be seen upon you. And the Gentiles shall come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your arising. Uh, for the pearl uh, is to be displayed, is to be shown. The light has to come forth, praise God. Now, in, in Revelations, 
We're talking about uh, the New Jerusalem. Um, there's uh, 12 different foundation stones that were made uh, that, that were for the foundation of the city. And those 12 stones uh, are, are come from the earth. Uh, the, I believe those 12 stones are talking about Israel. Israel is the foundation of the church, a foundation of the New Jerusalem, uh, and uh, uh, the, the 12 stones of the, the high priest uh, also he had in his, uh, his chest there, the, uh, the armor, the, the, the suit that he had on, whatever. And uh, that's talking about Israel. But upon those 12 foundations, uh, there were 12 doors, uh, 12 gates to the New Jerusalem. And uh, you know what the gates are made of? Pearls. Uh, it's a pearl. And uh, so th- this talks about the, the purpose of the pearl. Uh, we know all, uh, the, the privilege of being a pearl, praise God, the position in the oyster, who we are. But also let's talk a little bit here about the purpose now. Now the purpose uh, is a door. And uh, it's a door uh, to, get, uh, to get into heaven, to get into the new Jerusalem. And uh, uh, that, that, that's our purpose as a church, uh, to usher people in to the new Jerusalem. And uh, I know Jesus is the door, uh, but we're the door also. You know, Jesus is the light, and we're the light also, uh, the light of the world. Uh, so there's a, t- a dual meaning there. Uh, so the pearl, uh, its purpose is, is to get people into heaven. Uh, to, to go out and tell people that uh, share the good news, the love of God, uh, to work as a, a team ministry here. You have wonderful helps ministry here in the church helping uh, to usher people into the kingdom of God, into the new Jerusalem, uh, uh, working as a team here with the cameras and the, the sound and the praise and worship and the children and youth and uh, the parking and whatever you're, all you're doing. Uh, uh, that's all helping uh, to, to bring people into the kingdom. And, uh, but that, that's who we are. Uh, that, that tells you about what we're s- supposed to do. Uh, uh, I'm a door. Uh, I'm a door to uh, get people out of darkness, get them into the light of the gospel, to get them into, uh, to the, into the oyster, to get them into Jesus. Uh, uh, that, that's what pearls do. Uh, and uh, also, talking about that, uh, we, we need to go fishing for some pearls. Uh, and uh, uh, you and my, you and uh, all of us here, uh, we're ambassadors of Christ. Uh, we need to take out this good news and uh, put on our uh, what do you call it, the, the scuba gear and uh, go fishing. How they, they get in the boat and they go backwards or whatever and uh, go uh, go go fishing for some oysters. Go fishing for some pearls. Praise God. And uh, uh, neighbors, friends, relatives. Uh, whoever, uh, uh, we're all responsible uh, to take out this good news. You are a door. Look at yourself as a door. Uh, I, I'm what, when you're with a sinner, where someone doesn't know Christ, uh, realize who you are. You're in Christ, but also my purpose is to get them into Christ. Uh, to get them in, uh, uh, working in the church or working with neighbors or friends or whoever, and that's who we need to be. Uh, that, uh, this church is a missions church, praise God, uh, taking out the good news. Uh, and what is our message? Uh, let's make this, uh, I want to make this as simple as I can here. Uh, and uh, the, the pearl is the door. Now let's read what we need to uh, say to get people in. 
2 Corinthians 5, 18 uh, to 21. I want to read this. I will make a comment here. For all things are of God, who hath reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ, and has given to us the ministry of reconciliation, to wit, that God was in Christ, recon reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them, and hath committed unto us the word of reconciliation. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ. As though God did beseech you by us, we pray you in Christ's stead, in his place, be ye reconciled to God. For, you, uh, for we have made him to be sin for us, who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. That's who we are in our position, in the oyster. But uh, uh, we need to know our program know our purpose is to go and tell people that you have been reconciled unto God. Uh, the, 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 the price has been paid. He's bought you. Uh, he's, he's paid the price that you come into the oyster, that you be saved. And, and uh, your message is, be ye reconciled to God. It's, it's been done uh, positionally. He's paid the price. Now receive it, believe it, and you'll come in. And it's so simple what we have to tell people, so simple what we need to share. Uh, just tell them that the price has been paid, uh, the blood has been shed, uh, your sins have been forgiven, receive it, uh, appropriate that, uh, appropriate that into your own life uh, by faith, and you will be reconciled unto God. And, uh, and that's what uh, the door does. That's the work uh, of, the, uh, of the pearl. Uh, the, this gospel net that we have is very effective. This gospel net works. If you put it in the water and you start uh, dragging, it, uh, dragging the drag net, uh, it says that one parable, uh, also Matthew 13, uh, you start dragging it along uh, and you, you get some fish, praise God. And this net works. The gospel is powerful. The gospel is good news. The gospel is what people need. And uh, we need to just get the net in the water, praise God. And uh, go, go start doing some fishing. Uh, and I encourage you all uh, here that uh, let's go fishing. Uh, how many know fishing's fun? I know, I like fishing. I like, and I ever see those guys that go fishing, uh, that they get a big fish. I don't know what the kind of fish, but, and they always have it on the, the, their line and they're, they're taking pictures. And they're all smiling, you know, they're all happy. They got like a 10-pound bass or 20-pound whatever, or 30. Some of these guys get real big things. And, and they're always smiling. They're all, they're, that, that's their trophy. And uh, uh, as Christians, as a pearl, uh, your purpose is uh, uh, have some trophies too. Uh, have some pictures and take a selfie with them or whatever. Uh, and, uh, and, and I won that for, I won him for Christ, praise God. I got the message to him. Uh, I brought him to church and pastor preached to him. He got saved or, or whatever and different outreaches, different things or whatever. Uh, friends, relatives in this state or other states, whatever. Uh, and uh, hopefully you got some, some trophies. Amen. And, and that, that's exciting. Uh, and uh, and uh, that's, uh, it's fun to go fishing. 
It's fun. To, it's joy bringing the sheaves in. Praise God. Uh, the Bible says there, uh, where does it say? In Nehemiah uh, 10.8, I believe it is. Uh, it says that, uh, go ye, uh, drink the fat, eat the, uh, go, uh, it says, uh, eat the fat, drink the wine, uh, and uh, uh, send out portions to them that have nothing prepared, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. And uh, uh, no, no, notice there, it says, go eat the fat, drink the wine. Uh, you get filled up with the Holy Ghost, filled up with the Word of God. Uh, know who you are in Christ, in the oyster, praise God, in your position. And be blessed, praise God. And know all that belongs to you and your inheritance in Christ, which is huge. Uh, then it says, uh, but send portions to them who nothing has been prepared. That's talking about the people that haven't heard. That's the people that don't know, the people that haven't heard the good news, uh, uh, that portions of the sacrifice, portions of, of, of the word of God, of the good news, uh, of what Jesus has done, send portions to them that have, have nothing prepared, then the joy of the Lord is your strength. Then the joy comes forth. It's not just from eating and drinking, uh, that's great, uh, but it comes from fishing. It comes from preparing, sending things out, uh, missions and outreach and uh, love and, and encouraging words and sowing the seed of the gospel to others. Amen. And you do this, you'll be joyful. Uh, you'll, be, you'll be happy. You'll be blessed. Uh, 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 I don't want to be, I'm not a psychologist and, uh, or nothing like, uh, around those lines, but it's very, I'll just say this. It's really difficult to find a depressed soul winner. Okay? It's, uh, I don't think I ever found one that I could remember. Someone that's reaching out, serving God, helping, sowing, blessing others, and they're, they're suffering with depression. And it's just, they don't, those two thoughts don't go together. It, it really, that's, the, that's the best way to break out of those things is start sending portions out to them that have nothing prepared. Then the joy of the Lord will be your strength. And you'll be joyful. Uh, joy will spring forth as a, a living stream within, praise God, and you'll be happy and blessed. Uh, Isaiah 60, verse 5, uh, no, notice what it says here. Uh, then you shall see and become radiant, and your heart shall swell with joy, because the abundance of the sea shall be turned to you. The wealth of the Gentiles shall come to you. What is the wealth of the Gentiles? It's souls. It's people. The most precious thing on this earth is people. And uh, that, that's the wealth. Uh, but your heart will swell with joy. You'll become radiant, shining, happy, blessed, uh, uh, a pearl shining forth. Uh, uh, when you start, go, when you go, go fishing. When the abundance of the shall be turned to you. Uh, a vessel, William Randolph Hertz. I know you guys probably know the story better than I do. Uh, and, uh, and they gave us a tour. We did a tour there, whatever. It was interesting and everything. And uh, seeing, uh, I didn't like his, uh, his, his decoration that much. <laughs> it uh, wasn't a beautiful, uh, I would have done a lot better job. Uh, whatever. But whatever. And, uh, and, but, that, but 
well, one thing that's interesting is they had one rule when he, when he invites someone, someone to come up uh, to stay with him, he would never give them a time limit, he said. He'd just come on up and uh, stay with us. And he wouldn't stay for one day or one week or one month and just come on up. And, uh, and so people really didn't know when to leave. Uh, they, they just come up and they, they would stay. And one guy stayed for, for over a year, they said. Uh, and, uh, and took advantage of it or whatever. Uh, and uh, it was a real nice place, I guess, in, the, in his day or whatever. And, uh, but he said that what they do when you first come there, uh, you, the one rule was you had to eat supper at 6 o'clock uh, with William Randolph Hearst and his family. Uh, they would come. That's the only thing that you had to do. The rest of You're free to do whatever you wanted. You can go wherever you wanted or do whatever within the complex or whatever. And, uh, but what he'd do is when, when you first got there the first few days, you'd sit right in front of him. And you'd talk with his family and have some fellowship and whatever, talk. And, uh, but after a while, if you, if you stayed on, uh, that you'd start to sit farther and farther away. And then uh, until uh, after a week or two weeks, you'd be sitting at the other end of the table. And he, uh, Will, William and his family, over here, and you'd be way down there. He was giving, me a, giving a hint. You know, he was saying, well, your time's up. <laughs> you know, I need to get, get going, uh, uh, whatever. And uh, I, maybe one sense uh, that some people, uh, uh, Christians, have uh, uh, been sitting at the table, eating away, enjoying the banquet, good food, chefs. Uh, uh, you have a wonderful chef, uh, chefs here in the church, Pastor's Web, praise God, uh, wonderful food being served. Uh, uh, and, but maybe the Lord's saying, it's time to get up from the table and start serving yourself. Start serving others. Start uh, taking some of this food out to others. Not just sitting there forever, whatever, and eating and eating and eating and eating and taking it and enjoying it, uh, eating the fat, drinking the sweet, and, uh, and, uh, uh, but, but sending portions out, taking uh, uh, the good news out to others. That's part of what we're about. Uh, that's, that's our purpose. Uh, you are a door. Uh, you're a door to bring others into the good news of Jesus Christ. And, uh, and uh, maybe uh, it's time to get up from the table. It's time to uh, go out and help others, praise God. And that's, uh, um, but the, uh, w w one thing sometimes, um, certain, you know, ladies, when their organs, their reproductive organs uh, become inactive, uh, they enter into menopause. And, uh, uh, and uh, no, no more babies and whatever, no more uh, reproducing, no more uh, life coming forth uh, uh, from the womb. Uh, uh, perhaps some Christians, uh, spiritually speaking, uh, have entered into menopause. They're kind of, yeah, they're kind of, I'm good. I, I don't need to do this. Uh, you know, I don't want to, you know, kind of understand what I'm trying to say. And uh, they're kind of just not thinking about reproducing anymore. They're not thinking about taking the good news out. Yeah. Not thinking about helping others and sharing. And yeah, that, that's your purpose. You're a door. You're a pearl of great prize. Right? And we like that. Uh, but the pearl is a door. And uh, bring in souls, uh, uh, bring in people uh, uh, to the good news of Jesus Christ. And I just want to encourage you all. Uh, to know your position in the pearl and know your purpose at the same time. 
And uh, we talk a lot more about this, uh, but um, you guys are intelligent. I think you understand you know, uh, that, uh, what, what we need to do. And uh, uh, can you all please stand here this morning? And uh, I want to just encourage you. Uh, I, want, I need to encourage some people about your position, perhaps, and uh, others that need to be encouraged about your purpose, uh, as that, that's who you are. Uh, your heart will swell with joy. You become radiant, uh, the Bible says, uh, when you bring in the abundance of the sea, when you uh, bring in these fish. Uh, and uh, uh, let's go fishing. Let's get some pearls. Praise God. Uh, you've done a wonderful job here in the church over many years. You've brought in many pearls, praise God. Well, there's more pearls out there, praise God. And, uh, uh, and uh, uh, let, let, let's, go, let's go get them, praise God. Let's go get them. Amen. And uh, you, you have to do it on purpose. It's not going to happen by accident. Just, well, maybe I might go fishing one day. You know, no, that's not going to happen. Uh, you, you have to buy your gear. You have to get ready, make plans, go, uh, go to the lake, go to the river, go to the sea, whatever. Uh, you got to do this on purpose. It doesn't happen just by accident. Uh, so uh, on purpose, let's go fishing. Now, can you all please close your eyes and just make that commitment in your own heart here this morning? And just say, Lord, I'm a door. Use me to bring usher people in, to hear the good news, to bring them to church, to invite them, whatever, to invite them to different outreaches, children's ministry, whatever. Use me, Lord, as a door. Opportunities. Opportunities opening, doors of utterance opening up, doors, doors opening in Jesus' name. Uh, and uh, make that commitment in your heart uh, that I'll be cognizant, I'll be aware, conscious uh, of who I am, of my purpose, uh, of, my, of the program of God for the church, the Great Commission to make disciples and, and uh, evangelize. And to reach out, to go, go deep sea fishing and bring up these pearls, praise God. Uh, and the Lord does the miracle, uh, the new birth, uh, and they'll shine as lights for eternity, praise God. As the stars of heaven, says Daniel. Hallelujah. Thank you. for uh, He that brings many under righteousness shall shine as the stars for eternity. Uh, shine, church. Uh, rise and shine. Let your light shine before men, that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, for this wonderful church. Uh, thank you for, for your word that, that encourages us, that challenges us, Father. Uh, that we will doers of the word, not just hearers, but doers and going forth and doing our purpose as a door. Thank you for this wonderful church. Bless, Father God, hearts swelling with joy. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. You believe that? Amen. Amen. Jesus. Praise God. Hallelujah. We love you guys. Pastors, uh, uh, it's an honor to be here this morning. Uh, wonderful gifts of God you have here. Uh, you guys are super blessed. Uh, uh, we love you. And hopefully you come down on a group one day to, to Columbia. Uh, Pastor Bethy is in this, I believe. Thank you. Hallelujah.
Amen. Wasn't that good? <clears throat> I learned something. Some of you are in spiritual menopause. And that explains why you're so cranky. <clears throat> oh, that is great. Amen. Say it with me. The Lord is good. And his mercy endures forever. Amen. Plan to be back with us tonight at 6 for Healing School. Brother John will be ministering again. We love you. Have a great day.